0: Hey, this is Mr. Anderson. Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Peak Podcast. Let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man, Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back
1: and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the new world order, NWO, the neo-perfect secrets of WCW Network new two out of three falls here on the cruise control podcast as always i'm joined by mr graham matthews from bleacher report he's on twitter at russell rant you can find me randy j Cruz on twitter at randy j Cruz r-e-n-d-y the letter j-c-r-u-z you can find this podcast on both soundcloud and itunes soundcloud.com slash cruise control podcast download rate comment and subscribe to us on itunes you could buy two out of three false uh, podcast t-shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Cruise Control. If you want to be a patron of the show, go to Patreon.com slash Cruise Control. Graham, my man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy. I'd be
0: remiss if I didn't start the show by saying, "Be happy, belated birthday from Saturday, and happy early
1: Halloween as well." How are you doing, Randy? Doing good, man. Uh, I definitely appreciate that. Getting one year older and the big, the big, uh, the big three five, you know, up in here. So, um, I feel good, man. I feel really good, really blessed, and uh, had a great birthday weekend. And looking forward to to many more, you know absolutely
0: it is pretty crazy now that you say that first of all i didn't think you were a day over twenty four. Second of all Thank you're you. officially as old as wrestlemania which is pretty nuts <laughs> i mean obviously wrestlemania turn, turns 35 in the
1: spring that's a good way to keep track of it though hey man i'm i'm now old enough to it's a main event wrestlemania right
0: <laughs> i was gonna say you're right up exactly. there with uh triple h sean and you're gonna be facing uh the undertaker in next year's wrestlemania main event so it's good stuff
1: so graham what we're gonna cover today uh, obviously we had the evolution uh show this weekend uh at the nassau coliseum in long island gonna get to that uh updated crown jewel card which is this friday in saudi arabia so a bunch of people who are supposed to be there are not gonna be on the card so we'll get to that in a second but i don't know the name of this segment for those who are a fan of this show and want to give me some ideas Tweet me at Randy J. Cruz. Tweet Graham at WrestleRant. Um, also our third partner in crime, Mark Raimondi from MMAfighting.com at Mark underscore Raimondi. What we're going to do uh, right now with Graham and, and, and eventually when, when Mark returns, I'm going to throw them three to five trivia questions wrestling related. After that, we go into the main uh, part of the show. And now Graham does not know any of these question so you know he's not trying to cheat so i, I i'm gonna try to throw some curveballs at him hopefully it's not that easy for him but uh we'll start off three to five as start matter of fact three three tonight so graham are you ready for this new segment that i have no name for well
0: you got to say in the spirit of crown jewel <laughs> dx reuniting on friday are you ready but the answer are is yes ready? randy
1: i am ready oh you mean crown jewel aka the king of the ring in saudi arabia
0: yeah, I was going to say AKA Sweet Saudi Money 3, oh, or Sweet man. Saudi Money 2, 2,
1: Electric Boogaloo, but that's exactly. another name for it, though. All right, Graham. Uh, okay, are you ready?
0: <laughs> yes, I am, sir. Yes, I am. Bomb, bomb. They got to do the DX no, music, too. got to cue that in there.
1: I said, are you ready? But don't bomb, bomb. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right, Graham. So it's a, I, I got an old school one. I, uh, they kind of. They, well they, they're kind of all old school so hopefully I'm not really going past your your time and everything but hopefully you would notice if it's too difficult then great fucking job by me alright number one <laughs> Graham Matthews okay Hmm. which one should I start first the first in your house main event was oof oh it's tough yeah Jesus that's a Good question. Graham is stuck.
0: <laughs> Was it from nineteen ninety five? Can you tell me that?
1: You mean the actual year of the first in your house?
0: Yeah. Do you know what you know what the year is of that pay per view or no?
1: I'm pretty sure it is, but I'm gonna. I'm, that's the only help I'm gonna provide for you. Okay. I don't um, know
0: what. I don't know what it is. I I've seen it. I don't remember.
1: I'm gonna. It has to involve. I'm gonna say. Yes, May 14th, 1995, Syracuse, May- New York, of all places. Or, hmm. or do you want to come back to that? It's got to be something with Bret Hart, or am I
0: wrong? You're wrong. And okay, I don't know what it is, unless it's Shawn Michaels and Diesel. I feel like it's Shawn Michaels and Diesel versus two other people, but I, I could be
1: wrong. Is that your final answer? <laughs>
0: yeah, I feel like it's some sort of
1: tag team match with Shawn Michaels and Diesel. I honestly don't remember. I have no clue. Hey, fellas, man, if you're out there and hearing this podcast, first of all, we thank you, Two, If you want to get a, get in on this, uh, again, tweet me at Randy J. Cruz, WrestleRant. Uh, you would be wrong, Graham. The first in-your-house main event was for the WWF Championship between Diesel. You had, you know, half right. And Psycho Sid. Oh,
0: God, that sounds atrocious. <laughs> Good Lord. That's a match I'm glad
1: I was wrong about. Um, all right, so Grant's all Grant, for 1, man. Off to a bad start. Number two. I know. I know. Before, you know, matter of fact, let me get, me make sure I get it right. There were 12 Halloween Havocs, all right, in the history of WCW, 12.
0: Timely question, okay.
1: How many of those Halloween Havocs were held at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada?
0: How many of those were held in MGM? Uh, I'm going to say, let's see.
1: I'm going to say six. Ooh, close, buddy, but five. Seven? Five. Five, okay, okay uh 96 97 98 99 and 2000
0: so it it go that's what i thought i thought it went up to 20 uh, 2000 what was the other year what what how far did it go back uh
1: 1996 oh really it wasn't there in 95 it was uh 95 was in joe louis arena in detroit
0: interesting okay that's what i went off if of. i included 95 cuz i you know by that point they were doing nitro so i'm thinking okay does yeah. it include the MGM Studios, but it was another year, so okay, I was one off.
1: Oh man, Grant from Bleacher Report is not doing too well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a WCW fan
1: at uh, all, so these yeah. are these are foreign to me. Along with In Your House, so that, that's a good. These are good questions, though. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would I would wonder if Mark would notice. Well, when next time he comes on, I will probably throw those curveballs. And the last one I have for you before we get uh, rolling here, Stone Cold Steve Austin walked into WrestleMania as a WWF champion. How many times?
0: Uh, okay, well that I can figure. Walked into WrestleMania as WWE champion. Think the answer is zero, but let me just double check on that. Fourteen no, thirteen no, fifteen definitely not, sixteen no, seventeen no. So yeah, not once. Damn. So Grant's one for th- one for three,
1: not bad, man. <laughs> Damn. Thought I had you with that one. All right, so oh uh, yeah, you know what's so funny? You would somebody would would probably say, or you would think, the Stone Cold um would have walked into WrestleMania at least one time as you know, as champion. You know, everybody else has probably done it and he's won the belt at WrestleMania obviously, but for for him not to not to walk into WrestleMania as champion, I think that that's a little of um wrestling mystery, don't you think? Him and The Undertaker, too. I don't think
0: The Undertaker ever walked into WrestleMania as a world champion, which is pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, him and um, him and wow. Stone Cold both.
1: Undertaker never walked into WrestleMania as champion. You're, you're probably right. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Undertaker never walked into fucking WrestleMania that one time as champion, but, you know, The Miz did it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Crazy, yeah, exactly. Right? The Miz walked in as champion. Alberto Del Rio walked in as champion. Oh, you name them, they probably walked in as champion. But yeah, not a uh, Taker or Stone Cold. I'm sure there's other names that could come to mind if I really thought about it, but right. those are the most uh, prominent ones.
1: All right, Graham, uh you went one for three. Hopefully, you do a better job next week. But um, I try to find more questions, probably probably five next time. Uh, we did again. We did have Evolution this past Sunday at uh Nassau Coliseum, Long Island. We had eight matches in total. Uh, seven were on the main card. Trish Stratus and Lita defeated Mickey James and Alicia Fox. I, I think we both had Mickey and um, Alexa Bliss at the time before she was ruled out due to injury. I think we had her and, and Mickey going over, but Trish and Lita did win. We had Nia Jax winning the um, twenty woman battle royal. I think I had Oscar. I've, forgot who you had, but I don't think it was Nia Jax, right?
0: No, I think I had Oscar. yeah. Okay. Either Oscar or Ember, but I'm pretty sure I said Oscar.
1: So Nia threw out Ember Moon to win the Battle Royals, and now she gets a future championship match against Ronda Rousey. Since she's on Raw, Tony Storm defeated Io Shirai in the May Young Classic Tournament Final. Uh, six-woman tag match, Sasha, Bailey and Natalie defeated the Riot Squad. Shayna Baszler became new NXT Women's Champion, defeating Kyrie Sane. Becky Lynch kept her title on SmackDown by defeating Charlotte Flair in a last women's standing match that that went almost a half an hour. And Ronda Rousey defeated Nikki Bella uh, to retain her Raw Women's Championship. So overall, Graham, what did you make of the Evolution pay-per-view?
0: I thought it was a really, really good show. Quite honestly, one of the better WWE pay-per-views all year which I was not expecting to say a week ago or two weeks ago when they were building Devolution, that was to no fault of the women. It was all on WWE. They did nothing to make me care about that show in the weeks preceding the pay-per-view. Really nothing about the show, even though I knew a few matches on paper had potential. I mean, we say that with every pay-per-view, though. Oh, this match could be the match of the night. This match could be the match of the night. And then they're booked awfully, and then they're just... I don't know. The show falls flat more often than not, at least with WWE. I cannot name... I cannot tell you how many times over the past eight or nine months we've had pay-per-views, now more than ever, where it feels like we have a big show every two or three weeks. Yeah. And Super Showdown was a fucking month ago. I I can't tell you one great match on the card off the top of my head, and it was three or four weeks ago. Um, Hell in the Cell, same thing. I mean, a lot of these shows are good. None of them are, are near great. This one I thought was a great show. I thought Evolution was awesome. Really not one bad match in the entire show. The Women's Battle Royal was the one match I didn't care a ton about, but it was cool to see some familiar faces in there. Mm -hmm. It was largely well-booked. Nia Jax winning does nothing for me, but overall it was fine. Everything else that was good, great, or awesome, the SmackDown Women's Championship Last Woman Standing match was excellent. The main event was better than I thought it would be between Mm -hmm. Rod and Nikki Bella. The finals of the May Young Classic were really, really good. The NXT Women's Championship match was excellent as well. The whole show was a lot of fun. The crowd was really, really good. The way they kind of dimmed down the crowd and focused on the in-ring action was a breath of fresh air. Now, largely that might have been because they had low attendance. And I heard from people in attendance saying that it felt more like a house show than anything. But you know what? It doesn't really matter if they're loud, if they're rowdy. That's all that matters. And they were all night long. So that's all you can really ask for from an audience of that size. So I thought that was cool. The overall presentation of the pay-per-view I thought was really, really well done. Very, very little Stephanie McMahon. She didn't come out and cut a promo about like the being <laughs> the, the mama bear of the Divas division, of the women's wrestling division, whatever. That would have been a waste of time. So I thought overall a great show. Honestly, cannot name a better overall event. That WWE has put on this year, not including NXT um, on the main roster. And hopefully they do another installment in 2019 and years to come after that as well.
1: So basically, a a better overall show than what you expected, right? Oh, definitely.
0: Definitely. I was not expecting a good show at all. I was really, I didn't even watch it live. I watched it on Monday. So um, I was not expecting a musty show by any means. And it ended up surpassing my expectations. Um, immensely. So I, I give props to, I mean, the company, obviously, but largely the women for putting forth the effort that they did and making it such a, an enjoyable event.
1: I would say just the way, you know, you know, the the lighting was and, you know, the, the focus of the light was on the ring. And, you know, I did see, you know, things going back and forth. Well, the reason why they did that because they're trying to hide the crowd for low attendance, but then People who were there took pictures of the crowd and like, "Hey, you know, that's not that's not that's not the right narrative." It, it, it looked like it was pretty crowded, sold out. I think about ten thousand people were in there, so um, I I wouldn't say low attendance, but I think I think it did a great job in getting people out there in Long Island. Um, I like the entrance. I think you know it was far different from the regular Raw SmackDown regular pay per view kind of entrance that we've been accustomed accustomed to seeing for the last couple of years. So that was different. More it it, it had um it had a, a a roadblock feel. You know, for those who haven't seen roadblock, it was the same thing like the long aisle, the the nice different entrance, low dim light, spotlight on the ring, very old school, like like a basic house show. Um, maybe Triple H's DNA is all over that because of how he, you know, portrays the, the the NXT takeover shows. But overall, I thought it was a great show. Um the you know, the main event, you know, when when Becky and Charlotte go on before them and everybody's saying, well, you know, how is Ronda and Nikki Bella going to follow that at uh, you know, that performance? I think Ronda and Nikki did did, did pretty well. Um I think Ronda was selling a whole lot, which which is pretty pretty good. Nikki Bella is better off as a heel than a, a, a good girl anyway. So they kind of played to their strengths pretty much in that match. And again, for being on the main event, people thought Becky and Charlotte should have been, been the main event. But I don't think there's any way you're going to have Ronda Rousey in the company and not main event that first show. So I think they did a pretty good job following Becky and Charlotte. Becky and Charlotte... Uh, hands down uh, to me the best match on the card uh, almost I mentioned almost you know t- 28 minutes for that match and you know Becky retains and they did the, the table spots and the chairs and the crowd was into it very you know 90s ECW kind of feel to it with all the spots and all all the materials in there i was shocked about Shayna winning the NXT title because I think we both had Kyrie Sane winning, and we thought Shayna was gonna get the call up, you know, pretty soon. But apparently, she still she's gonna stay. So she's a two-time NXT uh, Women's Champion. I think for the first time in history, uh, in NXT, you can correct me. Correct me if I'm wrong. The six women tag couldn't care less about it. Sold on Raw. I did not see. The May Young Classic final. I think there was some. I think the World Series was on. I think uh, the Vikings and, and the Saints were on. So I was, I was watching that. Um, Trish and Lita match was, was was pretty cool. Nostalgic, you know, not bad at night. Jack's winning. Uh, like you said, does nothing for me, but I guess Ronda needed an opponent. Uh, I guess after Becky uh, for Survivor Series. So overall, a, a pretty pretty good show.
0: Most definitely. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it overall. Definitely exceeded expectations. I mean, it was kind of predictable, but not really. Um, I mean, again, I think the three matches that delivered, that mattered most delivered, the SmackDown Women's Championship match, the NXT Women's Championship match, the May Young Classic Finals. The main event, like you said, was not a bad match. No. Ronda and Nikki was actually a good match. Quite honestly, probably mm. the best Nikki Bella match I've ever seen. Mm. I, I know that's not, that's not saying it, Don, but... You know, she's honestly has – she has gotten a lot better. The interference with Brie was kept to a minimum. The crowd was into it. They didn't poop all over just because it went on last over Becky and Charlotte, which easily stole the show. Yeah. And not only did they steal the show, Becky and Charlotte might just have had one of the best women's matches in this company's history. And that's saying a lot because we've had a lot of great women's matches Mm -hmm. in the last two or three years with Charlotte and Bailey and Becky – Not including NXT, but maybe even including NXT as well. The story they've told between Becky and Charlotte, culminating with that one match, going so long, getting a ton of time, the in-ring action, the storytelling, the drama, the suspense, everything about the match was fucking perfect. And the finish, too. Becky won clean. There was no bullshit. There was no interference at the end. There was no... No one person costing Charlotte the victory. Um, It ended up being just quite the treat, and Becky winning was a pleasant surprise. Winning clean, that is. Mm. So, yeah, again, I really enjoyed Evolution. I think a lot of people expected it to maybe not bomb, but I think a lot of people thought it would be just another show, another WWE pay-per-view, but I think overall it turned out to be Quite the enjoyable event, and like I said earlier, I hope they do more shows like this in the future. I don't know if it was a financial success. I would assume no, just because – I mean the crowd that was there was rowdy. They were loud. They were excited, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't translate into ticket sales, then that's on the company. That has nothing to do with the women. It has all to do with the fact that they promoted this pay per view very, very poorly in favor of fucking crown jewel and all this other bullshit going on right now. So uh, that notwithstanding, this was a great show. Again, one of the more memorable pay per views this company's put on all year, and I hope do I hope they do more stuff like this in the not so distant future as well.
1: Uh, a few things, uh, you know, we, me and you joked about it on on the preview show that you know, Mickey James and Alexa at the time, uh, before she got hurt, you know, we felt they should go over Trish and Lita because it's not like they were going to be on Raw the next night, and lo and behold, Trish and Lita were on Raw the next night. <laughs> so, no, exactly. I mean, I had heard a rumor a while ago
0: saying that Trish and Lita. They might be sticking around because they plan on doing some sort of storyline with them. I don't know if it's because of these rumored women's tag team titles or what. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Um, I literally just read right before we started the call, before we started the show, that Trish and Lita might be sticking around. Maybe not every week, but might be around on occasion to build to a big tag team match at WrestleMania. Now, I don't know what that would be. Um, maybe Trish and Lita versus Bailey and Sasha for the women's tag team championships because I know Bailey and Sasha like idolize Trish and Lita. They te- they team together on Monday night, True. so maybe that's what the ultimate match is. But either way, um, all for these two women sticking around. I think it would benefit the women's divisions on both shows. I mean, there's a lot of women they're not doing anything with right now, but I think it would benefit the women on Raw and SmackDown to have two women that are like the equivalent of what like a Brock Lesnar or a Triple H or an undertaker are to the main roster to the men where you right. have these women that come in, they kind of help put over the guy or help put over the other ladies that are the up and comers and whatnot. And they can have much better matches than taker and triple H are at this stage of their respective careers. So I'm all for it.
1: Now, what did you make of the, the horse woman getting involved in that Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane match? I liked it a lot.
0: Um, you kind of guessed it because you did say last week, Randy, that they would get involved in the Charlotte match. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not the Charlotte match. It says, I mean, you said Shayna might jump Charlotte. Right. Um, but I think we had said something along the lines. I know I speculated at one point that maybe the four horsewomen would debut on this show as a unit after Shayna loses to Kyrie. Sane. They show up with Ronda and attack the Bellas or whoever. Obviously didn't happen, nor should it have happened. Um, I think what they're doing right now is even better. Keep Ronda as her own entity for the foreseeable future. They should not turn her heel. Baszler's a great heel right now. They should not be a unit. They don't need to be a unit. You have plenty of time for that. So keep Ronda on her own as a popular babyface for as long as you can. And then keep Sheena and the other two women, a part of the four horsewomen of the uh, of um, UFC, MMA, whatever. Keep them as their own little group down in NXT. Because it's very rare we have, like, women's stables. Like, we have women's tag teams. Like, we have, you know, Absolution. and Who is a three-woman stable in the main roster? But, I mean, I guess that's not really accurate because we've had the Riot Squad. We have um, a few other stables as well. So, I'm actually kind of wrong on that. But, I don't know, Baszler having her own backup in NXT, I think, is a great route to take. And maybe at some point they can get called up either with or against Ronda. So I thought that was a cool little twist at the end of that match to also protect Kyrie's defeat to explain why she lost the NXT Women's Championship back to Baszler.
1: So now, also with the fallout from Evolution, is now we get um, Survivor Series where we're gonna have Ronda Rousey against Becky Lynch. You know, there's no build up, no promo, or nothing. They say, hey, you know, coming up in Survivor Series, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch. Uh, I know it's a cross-branded show with SmackDown and Raw. So obviously, it's it's not like Becky's going to come up on Raw or Ronda on SmackDown, which I think they should. But, um, and then me and you debated last week whether Charlotte, not Charlotte, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey was going to be at at WrestleMania. uh, Main event type match. But now, here we are, Survivor Series, Ronda and Becky. So I, I would assume. It'll be Ronda and Charlotte at WrestleMania. But um, are you surprised that we're getting this match one too soon? And two, would you prefer some sort of kind of build up to it and say, oh, you know what? Hey, listen, now we're going to get Ronda and Becky at Survivor Series as opposed to just the following night. We get a nice promo on, on the screen saying Ronda and Becky at Survivor Series without any build up.
0: I mean, I'm not opposed to it just because, you know, it's going to be a great match. It's an awesome attraction for the Survivor Series pay-per-view. What I don't like, as I mentioned maybe last week, I forgot when I talked about this, might not have been here on the show, but I definitely did talk about at some point where the Raw and SmackDown feud that we've been getting in recent years at Survivor Series Mm -hmm. means absolutely nothing. No one gives a shit about SmackDown versus Raw, it means nothing, nothing ever comes out of it, and the only time they ever feud is during Survivor Series season. Like, why is November like the designated brand warfare month? And the matches are good, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, Ronda and Charlotte, or Ronda and Becky, rather. Ronda and Charlotte, save that for WrestleMania. Ronda and Becky, rather, for the meantime, in the interim for Survivor Series, is going to be a great fucking match. Becky's at the top of her game right now. Ronda's at the top of her game right now. You might as well capitalize on that buzz and do the one on one match at Survivor series. That being said, I I don't know. I mean, why why do it now and not save it for a later date where on when they're on the same show? I'm not exactly sure. I would have been more pissed that they did Ronda and Charlotte on the show. Now, that would have been a fucking waste. Mm -hmm. That should be happening at WrestleMania 35, if not later. To do it any sooner than that would be an absolute, a major mistake. So, Becky and Ronda is a good big four pay-per-view match. I mean, to do it at WrestleMania would be cool, too. I mean, Becky's really popular, but let's be fair here, Randy. I told you last week why I would choose Charlotte and Ronda over Becky and Ronda. Becky and Ronda would be the better match. Charlotte is a much bigger threat to Ronda than Becky Lynch is. I do not believe for a second that this fucking company would put Becky Lynch, of all people, who is amazing, don't get me wrong, but she's not she's not the WWE homegrown star that Charlotte is. I find it very hard to believe they would have Becky defeat Ronda Rousey. She's just not a threat at all. And the match would be great, but she's not a threat whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, on the other hand, actually is which is why I would not do that at WrestleMania. For Survivor Series as a one-off match, it's like AJ and Brock from last year. You knew AJ was not going to beat Brock Lesnar. There was no chance in hell that AJ Styles was beating Brock Lesnar. That being said, the match was one of the best matches all year. And I feel like that'll be the case with this match too, with Becky giving Ronda her best match on the main roster yet, yet still looking great in defeat.
1: Yeah, you know what? I was just going to ask you, how, how did they... I, I know is not going to lose, but... How do you make her win and make Becky lose but not have Becky lose any steam that she's been getting recently? You know, that's
0: a good question. I mean, I would not do a non-finish. I could see them doing that just to ensure that Becky doesn't lose. Um, I think her getting beat by Ronda, having her get beat by Ronda, there's no shame in that. As long as she has a good showing in defeat, as long as she's not like squashed in five minutes, I think she'll be fine. Like AJ gave Brock a hell of a fight last year at Survivor Series. They had maybe, I mean, a 10 minute match is not nearly long enough, but they went longer than most Brock Lesnar matches, and it was a great match. I think this match will be something similar where Becky has, you know, gets a lot of the offense over Ronda, which is more believable than Nikki Bella getting offense over Ronda Rousey, but whatever. Um, and you know, I, I, I think it'll be a great match. Becky doesn't have to win in order to maintain momentum. She can still lose one loss, won't kill her, especially if it's to Ronda Rousey, but i um, a non-finish would be fine, but I think it'd be more creative if they had Becky give Ronda the biggest fight that she's had up to this point in WWE before having her fall to Ronda Rousey. I think that only makes sense.
1: Um, yeah, looking forward to it. You know, let's see what kind of build, uh, they provide for this, uh, this match. We've seen uh, Becky come out on, on SmackDown saying, you know, I am the man and, you know, I'm going to kick Ronda's ass or whatever she said, paraphrasing. They had the little backstage kind of talk after Evolution. Um, I mean, it, it, it should be fun. We, you know, we'll see if, you know... I think they also asked Charlotte to be the, the captain of the all-woman Survivor Series team for SmackDown. And she said, you know what? I'm not the... I don't think I'm the right person for it. So we'll see what she does for Survivor Series. I I think she will be a part of it. but uh, We'll see. Um, But we do have Crown Jewel coming up. I know know you're very excited for that. Um, I say it it, it jokingly because now, you know, you'll be up at that time, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern time, not no 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, like Super Showdown. So as of right now, Graham crown jewel the almighty crown jewel it's gonna have 11 matches total after those world cup quarterfinals and finals or whatever so most notably graham john cena would not be a part of crown jewel you know we saw the, the the reports during the week him and daniel bryan uh wanted to be you know get out of the show and not be a part of crown jewel in saudi arabia daniel bryan is also out of Crown Jewel because his title match with AJ Styles that was supposed to be at Crown Jewel happened on SmackDown instead. So that kind of gave you a heads up that all right, Daniel Bryan is going to have his match now. He won't be there Friday and they'll figure out who's going to take his spot. So now all together 11 matches. Now we got AJ against Samoa Joe for the uh, championship Let's start off right off the bat with that. Does AJ retain, or does Samoa Joe become new champion?
0: I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Samoa Joe becomes Uh, champion. I know this was a last-minute decision because of Brian no-showing, or not really no-showing, but deciding to not go to Saudi Arabia. I get that. But I find it very hard to believe that Joe would get another shot of the championship and lose again. And it does look like, again, if it was a random, like, you know, one-off match like it was if it was Andrade Sin Alamos or if it was really anyone else in the roster, then that would be fine. But Joe has gotten three previous shots at SummerSlam, Hell in the Cell, mm-hmm. and Super Showdown, and lost every fucking time. The first time he won by DQ, but he didn't win the championship. That's the point I'm trying to make here. I think it would be a mistake to have him lose again. Joe. It was reported last week that he was hurt. Uh, apparently not. He was back on Tuesday's SmackDown, just right. on Tuesday night this week, and uh, laid out AJ and Brian after their amazing WWE Championship match, which to me would seem to set up a three-way, likely for Survivor Series. But at the same time, it's going to be the Raw versus SmackDown bullshit again, which I don't know why they need to do that. They have Everyone that's feuding right now has feuds that can last until Survivor Series. Like, Ronda and Becky's going to be great, don't get me wrong, but why not do Ronda Rousey and I Jax on that show as opposed to waiting until fucking the um, TLC pay-per-view in December? Mm. Seems way too far away to be holding off on a match like that. But anyway, if you're going to do AJ, Joe, and Brian. Joe cannot lose again and then get another shot. Obviously, Brian and Joe will feud. They have to be feuding in, in, in some form or fashion. And Brian lost clean on Tuesday, too. It wasn't yeah. like it was a DQ when Joe interfered. He tapped out, too. Um He tapped out clean, exactly. So if Brian's out of the picture and Joe's out of the picture, then who else do you build to in the foreseeable future if it's not? Like, I could see it being The Miz. I honestly yeah. expect it to be The Miz at some point, which we'll talk about later. Right. But... I would put the belt on Joe. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that with full confidence that they will, but I think there's a better chance they put the belt on Joe now than they ever have before. Mm -hmm. I mean, AJ's been champion now for a year, and that's great and all, but simply for Samoa Joe's sake, he needs to win the big one at one point or another, and it might as well be on Friday. I know they're probably hesitant to do a big title change in Saudi Arabia, but... They're already crowning a new Universal Champion, so why the fuck not? Like, just go all the way with it. Have Joe become the new champion. Have it be this great big moment, and then you can have him drop the championship right back to, um, you know, right back to AJ or whoever at the next pay-per-view. I think this might be a better possibility because obviously, like I said, we have Raw and SmackDown in Survivor Series. Champions versus champions. As of right now, that would be Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Rollins and Ambrose. They would be facing the bar. I I don't know what's going on there. again. Um, We have that match. We have for the mid-card belts, it would be Rollins and Nakamura, which sounds awesome on paper. I mean, Nakamura means nothing right now, but the match would be great. And then for the World Championships, assuming Braun wins, which we'll talk about in a moment, Braun and AJ would be cool, but I think a better match would be Joe and Braun. Since they're on separate shows now, I think this would be the time to do that match. Um, I'm gonna say Samoa Joe. I think a lot of people are picking AJ just because this is a last-minute switch, and they don't expect, you know, Joe to go over since it was not he was not meant to be in this match anyway. But right. why not? Plans change. I would put the championship on Samoa Joe. Why the fuck not? So he's my pick.
1: <laughs> and you mentioned Nakamura. He was just on SmackDown fighting our truth. Yeah, he's your U.S. Yeah, champion. R-Truth.
0: Exactly. What a waste. <laughs> the guy has only faced Ty Dellinger, Jeff Hardy, and R-Truth in the last three months wow. since becoming United States champion. I mean, maybe not faced. Those are the only three people he's beaten since becoming champion. He's lost to Rey Mysterio. Mm. He's lost to this guy. He's lost to that guy. The guy is a fucking loser. The championship means nothing. <laughs> so it, it sucks. It really does.
1: Um, if Daniel Bryan says, you know, originally – Like if the match goes on originally at Crown Jewel, AJ and Daniel Bryan, do you still feel AJ would have went over or Daniel Bryan would have won the title? No, I think I think AJ
0: would have won. I do. I think AJ would have won. But in this case, because of what happened, I feel like I don't know. I don't know what their long term plan is. I think I might have a guess, but it would not make sense to put Joe in there instead.
1: Mm.
0: I don't know. Joe has not been on TV in weeks. So yeah. why why bring him in to lose to AJ again? I know they don't give a shit about Samoa Joe, clearly, if they're going to have him lose again to AJ, but it's like, I don't know. Why not just have it be either Nakamura <laughs> or something, who's not doing anything at the moment. He's not even on this mm-hmm. Crown Jewel show. You could have it be Rusev, even Andrade's anonymous. Like, I know we've seen that match a bunch of times before, Andrade and AJ, but mm-hmm. it would be a great match, and Andrade's not been on the show in weeks. So why the fuck not? Joe, I feel like we've been there, done that, and the feud was great. The matches were great, but they blew it off in a no-DQ match. So unless he's winning the championship here, it's a total waste to go back to that match at this point. So I would have Samoa Joe win, win the championship, set up a three-way for the um, maybe not Survivor Series pay-per-view, but maybe TLC in December. I feel like that match would write itself.
1: I'm going to go with Samoa Joe with the way you put it. I think there's no, no reason why you have him in this match to take Daniel Bryan's spot, and then for the fourth time, him lose to, to AJ. I mean, I, I know Nakamura lost four times to AJ, but it's not like it can't be done. But I think Samoa Joe, uh, you know, gets the job done. I think AJ, AJ is close to a year, right, as champion. Yeah, I think he
0: celebrates one year as champion on the seventh of November, so wow. he's pretty close as we speak.
1: So you think they 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 let him rock out one more week to him for him to be a full you know one year champion, or they say now nah, fuck that you're losing?
0: <laughs> they could, they could. I mean, it would be close enough to a year, but if he doesn't drop the championship on Friday, it would not be until December's TLC pay per view. Because mm. like I said, he's not defending likely at Survivor Series, right? And unless he loses it on TV, which I don't know why he would. I mean, I guess he won on TV, so you could always lose it on TV if they really wanted to.
1: Right. But
0: it's going to be another month and a half before he defends it again at TLC. So I would do it on Friday.
1: All right. Let's continue. Crown Jewel, a.k.a. King of the fucking ring. Um, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley. Um, quarterfinal, I think, Bobby Lashley. What do you got?
0: Between these two, I got Rollins. I think Rollins is advancing over Lashley. I would not be surprised if Lashley advanced, but mm. I think Rollins might be uh, going all the way. So I got Rollins going over here.
1: Yeah, the part of the part of me is like, I, I, there's going to be some Dean Ambrose shenanigans, you know, uh, involving Rollins, but he might make Rollins lose in the finals as opposed to the first round. So that that's the, that's part of my thinking process. But all right, so you got Seth, I got Bobby Lashley. Um, Kurt Angle, Dolph Ziggler. Uh I got Dolph. Kurt Angle. I'm shocked. he said
0: Dolph Ziggler. Really? I am honestly shocked. I think Kurt Angle an easy win for him. Uh, wow. look at it this way. Look at it this way, Randy. If you go with your picks here, mm-hmm. that makes it a Bobby Lashley versus Dolph Ziggler semifinal, which sounds absolutely oh, yeah, awful. You're
1: right. You're right.
0: That sounds awful. That's why I'm going with Rollins and I'm going with Angle because Rollins and Angle could be a fucking banger if they do it right. So if they're given the time to go out there and have a great match, that could be an amazing match. So I'm going with Rollins and Angle advancing on the raw side.
1: Yeah, I might might have to rethink that. The Miz and Jeff Hardy, I'm going to go with The Miz. I I feel like I'm picking all the heels here. Um, I'll go with The Miz over Jeff Hardy. Yeah, no, I got The Miz here too. And then Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton. Um, Could go either way. I'll say Rey Mysterio, Mysterio though. Yeah. Okay, I go Rey Mysterio. I'll go with The Miz. Let me, let me backtrack to Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley shit, and Kurt Angle. My thing is, if you make Dolph lose around one, it's like, I don't know. Does Kurt Angle need to be the best-in-the-world World Cup champion? Does he need to be in the Final Four? Does he really need that? Like,
0: No, but I feel I like know. it's more believable that Angle would be Ziggler. I mean, Ziggler, I know he's had like a career resurgence this year, but the guy's still like a loser. I mean, Kurt yeah. Angle, I know he's 40-something years old, but I feel like he would make – he's still a big name. So to have him come back wrestle this is his first singles match back mind you Randy. He has not been back in a singles match yet. Mm-hmm. And he's yet to lose a, he has yet to lose a match either. And actually I think he might have lost the survivor series last year but point not with I know I, I think he actually won. I don't remember. I'm not sure. I think his team won. But anyway, <laughs> he has not been in a singles match I think he's got to win here. He, he should not win the whole thing. I'm not saying that, but I think he should beat Ziggler. I think that's an easy win. Ziggler means nothing.
1: All right, I, I'm you know just to be fair, I, I'm going to stay with Bobby. I'm going to stay with Dolph because you know I like to go against you at sometimes, but we, we do have the Miz, and we both have Rey Mysterio. Uh, what else we have here? The Bar, the New Day, SmackDown Tag Team Championship uh, again. Um, I mean, I, I just seeing that, did, did you see that Halloween trick-or-treat pumpkin match on SmackDown? Wow. I loved it. That, I fucking loved it. Uh, I love the trick or street fight every
0: year that they do. I'm a big Halloween mark, so I enjoyed the hell out of it.
1: Okay, now are you being sarcastic or are you being for real? No, I'm totally serious. Oh I actually God. really, really
0: like that, man. I it was so dumb it, that I yes. loved it. I love the Halloween shit more than the Christmas stuff, to be honest with you. Uh,
1: yeah, okay, you can be a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. I love it. That is oh sports entertainment at its best. Uh, yeah. Um the bar, the new day. Um I think the bar, you know, the like what's the point of them winning a few uh, a few weeks ago just to just to drop the belts now? I I I I got the bar, man. Who you got?
0: Yeah, of the bar is winning. No doubt about it.
1: Um D Generation X, the brothers of destruction tag team match the return of HBK, HB Shizzle, Shawn Michaels, aka The Goat, aka well, you 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 know the rest. Um, I mean I'm trying to find out like where do you go if DX wins, or where do you go if Taker and Kane wins? Like it's not like neither one needs the rub. It's just I think DX because you can't have Shawn Michaels come back and him fucking lose in his first match, right?
0: I don't know. Triple H won the last one, so I think the Brothers of Destruction are winning this one. It's not a singles match, uh. so I don't. Know. I, I honestly think Taker and Kane are winning this one just to set up Taker and Shawn one on one, which I don't want to say but oh, I man. think it's I think it's happening after the sweet chin music that we saw on Monday. I am now more convinced than ever we are getting Sean and Taker again. And in order for that to happen, Kane and Taker have to win on uh, have to win on Friday. Okay, um, so just now, because and- they lost the last match, so they right. win, they should win here.
1: So now when you see that on happening on Raw in the main event spot, and Sean comes out, sweet chin music on Taker, the whole thing. You at home watching, like, man, okay, I can dig it, or this is okay, or like, oh my god, you got to be kidding me! This is this is the this is what they do for the go home for crown jewel. Which which side were you on? I could not believe. Well, you couldn't care less. Could,
0: could not believe that they closed out the show with such a weak segment. I know why they closed out the segment, they sh- closed out the show with those guys, but what they did was so fucking weak. <laughs> it's like, dude, I I cannot believe Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement for this shit. Mm-hmm. Like nobody cares at this point. I cannot. I, I still am in shock that Michaels is coming out to wrestle again because it doesn't feel like it at all. The build for this match, this this rivalry, really peaked right before Super Showdown. With like that Sean and Taker one on one confrontation. It has not been the same since. The match sucked and the build to this match ever since then has been awful. So I, I really do not care about the match. But um yeah, yeah, I, I do think that this is a uh, total mistake to have Michaels Russell again.
1: Okay, let, let's 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 have fun with, with this. Shawn Michaels first match back in eight years. Let's see if we can get right of the moves that he'll be able to do on Friday. Will we see a kick-up from Shawn Michaels?
0: Um, I hope so. I don't know,
1: but I, I would assume uh, I mean, so. I, I hope so too, Grant, but will we? Uh, you, you, think, you think at 53 he, he can still do that? I don't think it'll be a Shawn Michaels match without it, so I'll say yes. Okay, will we see an elbow drop for the top rope from Shawn Michaels? I think so. Okay. I assume we'll see a sweet chip music, right? Of course.
0: Okay. We saw like three at Super Showdown, exactly. so they'd be remiss to not do one air.
1: Oh, uh, what else, Sean, though? Will we see a moonsault from Shawn Michaels?
0: <laughs> no, nah, I hope not. I, I really hope not. <laughs>
1: um, What else Sean be doing? I mean, he has so many moves. I, I think those are the four high-frequency moves he does, but okay, Real talk, um, like I, I'm trying to see how much of Shawn Michaels we're going to see. Is it going to be more on the uh, on on the apron waiting for a tag, he does the the the, the John Cena shit, will hit you a couple times, and bing bang boom, and that's it. Like how much action you think we're going to get from Shawn Michaels in the ring on Friday? Probably more
0: Triple H than Michaels. I feel like Michaels will only tag in and get the signature spots in there. Yeah or for uh, Taker and Kane to beat him up. Um, beyond that, I don't think we're going to see much of him in the ring until he gets that one-on-one match, which I hope is coming, because otherwise this was a colossal waste of time. But um, just to note something, Randy, you did say hmm. oh, you only asked if will will he be doing these moves, like such-and-such, such-and-such, such-and-such. Right. You never said whether he's going to be doing them well. <laughs> so there's a very good chance he tries to do everything you just mentioned, and it comes off horribly. And then he botches the hell out of it. I would I would hope not. I'm hoping he's taking this seriously mm-hmm. and is determined to have the best performance possible. But you never know nowadays considering the guy is over 50 years old. So we'll see. But um, I think he goes out there and has a good enough showing. I'll say that much. I hope he exceeds expectations, though.
1: So you have Taker and Kane, right? Yes, I do. All right, I got DX, and in the main event we have Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman for the vacated Universal Championship. I think it's bronze time. I know we spoke about it last week, but I think it's bronze time. I, I don't think they'll put the belt back back on Brock. Um, they, but if they want a big name and the publicity and all that, then they, they'll go that route. But uh, I'm gonna go and say Braun Strowman becomes new Universal Champion. What do you think? No, I think he has
0: to. Brock taking the title would mean absolutely nothing. Um, after that reign that he had with champ as the champion for a year and a half, where he never showed up on Raw to put the belt back on him at this point, or really ever, would be a colossal waste and a massive mistake. So I don't think they will. I don't think they should. I think Braun finally wins the big one. I don't know how. Um, And I've seen seen some people say, well, maybe they do a tournament. Maybe they have a no contest here to protect Brock and then Braun or whoever wins the championship in a tournament at Survivor Series. That's all well and good, but they're doing a Raw versus SmackDown theme of that pay-per-view this year. So I don't think that's in the cards. They need a champion by that point, and I think it'll be Braun.
1: So do you think Evolution will be better than Crown Jewel or Crown Jewel will end up being better than Evolution? Evolution will be better than
0: Crown Jewel. I honestly firmly believe that. The build of Crown Jewel has been shit, too. Maybe it exceeds back to expectations. There's a few matches on the show that could be really, really good. But, um, I don't know, Super Showdown, Greatest Royal Rumble, they all felt like glorified house shows. So I'm not expecting too much different from this one.
1: Okay, I I knew I forgot something. All right, so for your prediction, if you have Seth Rollins and Kurt Angle uh, advancing, who do you have going forward in the finals? I have Rollins beating Angle. Okay, so now you picked the Miz and Rey Mysterio. Who do you have in the finals?
0: The Miz getting his win back over Mysterio from a few weeks ago on SmackDown.
1: So then you have the Miz against Seth Rollins in the finals for the World Cup. And who is the best in the world? The Miz.
0: It's got to be The Miz, um, I think because for a few different reasons. One, it sets up The Miz as a WWE Championship contender. Right. Two, Sheen said tonight on SmackDown that whoever makes it to the finals and loses from SmackDown, they're fired, which is not happening. So I think a SmackDown guy right. is winning. And third of all, um, you can have Dean Ambrose interfere and cost Shoot. Rollins the win when it matters most. So that would make sense. Mm-hmm. And fourth of all, you can have The Miz parade around calling himself the best in the world. Which come on would be absolutely yeah. amazing. I think that writes itself. So exactly, and then he can use that against AJ. I think the whole reason why they're calling this the best in the world tournament is for Miz to win, and so he can call himself the best wrestler in the world. So when he faces AJ again or Brian again, he has that accolade to his credit. So I think it's gonna Miz winning the entire thing this year.
1: Yeah, or or, or now Samoa Joe
0: with the championship or the tournament.
1: No, I guess my thing is with the Miz going forward, he he is going to get a world title shot. It just, depending if you want the Miz against AJ Styles or the Miz against Samoa Joe if he wins on Friday or the Miz and Daniel Bryan. I don't think Miz and Daniel Bryan will be for the championship anytime soon. But for you, would you rather have the Miz face AJ Styles to win the belt off of AJ or would you rather have the Miz and Samoa Joe? That's what makes me think about, now thinking about it, You know, I know we picked Samoa Joe, but part of me thinks that AJ could win because The Miz winning the belt, being the best in the world, quote-unquote, and taking the belt over AJ Styles, I think would mean more than The Miz beating Samoa Joe.
0: It definitely would, especially if AJ's reign is not interrupted. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a few different ways that they can go with this. I still think that Joe's going to win. I think he should win, and I think... There's a better chance of AJ retaining. I'm not saying that AJ won't win. Um, I mean, I don't think I want Joe to win. Maybe that's why he's my pick. That's why I'm going off on a limb here because they want to be ambitious here and say that Joe's going to take the title. I'm not banking on it, but he's still my pick, though I do think there's a better chance of AJ winning. That said, you could always have Joe win the championship on this show and then build to a four way at the TLC pay per view. Joe, Miz, A.J. Bryan would be fucking phenomenal. No pun intended. So right. That's what I would do, so I'm sticking with Joe and Miz as the winners on this show.
1: So overall, which match do you think has the potential to be the best match on the card? Mm. What But you would hope to be the best match on the card?
0: Rollins and Angle,
1: if they do face
0: off at some point in the tournament. Really anything from the World Cup, but if not that... Braun and Brock is probably going to be the worst match of the night. Just just saying. I, I thought their No Mercy match sucked last year. Mm. The Bar and the New Day always work well together. That will be not even close to the best match of the night. I don't think it will be that great of a match. I think it will be good, but not great. Um, and then Joe and AJ could have a great match too, but I don't think it's going to steal the show just because we've seen it already at this point so many times. So I think something from the World will steal the show. I mean, the tag team match, maybe. DX versus Brothers of Destruction, just for the pure nostalgia.
1: Yeah, I'm, um, I'm shocked. I don't I'm think shocked. that'll steal
0: you... the show. So I think it's going to be anything from the World Cup, but specifically, mm-hmm. based off my brackets, Rollins versus Kurt Angle.
1: I'm shocked. Uh, you know, if I heard you correctly, I'm shocked you mentioned Brock and Braun might, might be the worst match on the card. And you you didn't even mention DX and Taker and Kane. Not not saying I want that to happen, but I'm just shocked from you. I thought you would have said worst match. Probably DX and, and Taker and cam because you just don't know which, what what you're going to get out of it and, and the kind of quality as opposed to Brock and Braun. Well, that match has more
0: factors in it with Sean. I do think that Sean's involvement will make it better just because I think people will enjoy that match more solely because Shawn Michaels is wrestling again. Right. So that's why I say that match will be better for sure. Brock and Braun, we've seen it before. It fucking sucked the first time. I'm not sure how much better it's going to be the second time. And then also... With Shawn Michaels and Taker, or rather Triple H and Undertaker at Super Showdown, I figured that wouldn't be that good just because it's a one-on-one match, and I don't know, bored me to tears, but um, I think a tag team match has more potential to be better. Shawn's involvement, pulling off the uh, signature spots, taking the trip down memory lane I feel like is much more enjoyable than seeing Brock and Braun battle it out. So, at least to this point, but I think that's why that'll be the uh, better match of the two. Mm.
1: And to wrap it up, Graham, just you know, little outlook uh what they have for survivor series. Again, we got Rhonda and Becky. We have a team raw, a team SmackDown, five on five women survivor series elimination match. I think that might be that might end up being Trish, Lita, Natalia, Sasha, and Bailey, I think. And then SmackDown Team SmackDown would be uh I, I, again charlotte naomi oscar who am I missing carmella probably carmella yeah and one more lana lana so so you basically good guy versus good guy kind of match right
0: yeah, yeah. um i'm going so? say lana charlotte naomi oscar who was the other one? Carmella? Oh, yeah, they're all baby faces.
1: Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. And the same with Trish, Lita, um, Sasha. I mean, Miller. if they're
0: involved, I don't know if they will be, but I, yeah. I would rather, I don't think they should be involved just because it is Raw versus SmackDown. They're not technically signed to Raw contracts. Mm-hmm. So I, I would not get them involved. I would keep them special if possible. So I'd have it for the Raw side be Bailey, obviously. Bailey, Natalia, Sasha and then Nia Jax, and probably Tamina. I don't want to include Tamina. Yeah. She's fucking terrible. But I feel like just because they've been building up Nia and Tamina, that's why. But if not
1: Tamina, then Ember Moon. Who deserves to be part of oh, the match yeah, anyway? True, so, yeah, it'd be true, all baby faces. True. Look, yeah, look at you with the, with the contract talk. Yeah, I know. Like it actually matters, right? <laughs> um, real quick, right now, they, right now they have Seth and Nakamura, which could be kind of fun. Raw Tag Champions against SmackDown Tag Champions. So right now at the moment you have Seth and Dean Ambrose against the bar. Uh, Universal Champion against WWE champion. So at the moment it will be Well, nobody <laughs> against AJ. And Team Raw, Team Smackdown in a five on five on the men's side. So trying to fantasy book this, who you think could be on that oh that's like what Baron Corbin and um, that could be Corbin. Finn Balor maybe. Um who else would maybe be... Bobby Lashley. Oh, man. Bobby Lashley. Elias, maybe? Elias probably, too, yeah. Uh, SmackDown, you know... SmackDown, you got a bunch of people. I mean,
0: maybe yeah. Joe, depending on his involvement. Andrade Sin Almas. Hardy. Or uh, Nakamura Hardy, would be doing Hardy, his own yeah. thing. Ray, um, or- Jeff Hardy. Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. There's a lot of people from SmackDown. Raw, eh, not yeah. so much, but they could they could make do. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to. I think Survivor Series is, is one of my favorite shows of the year. You know when they do it right. I know, you know, when you mentioned the Big Four, Survivor is always usually number four, uh, with how they, with how they promote it and how the, how they view it. But, but you know, looking forward to it. Looking forward to Crown Jewel and see what the hell happens over there and see how they pan off and see if any storylines. Keep going further from Crown Jewel, you know, see if they extend um, some of these rivalries and whatnot. But, uh, Graham, I hope you enjoy Crown Jewel on Friday. I'm not sure if I would see it live. If I do, then great. If not, great. Doesn't matter to me. I know I'll catch up with it sooner or later. But you can follow Graham on Twitter at Russell Rant. Great work for Bleacher Report. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R E N D Y the letter j-c-r-u-z find the podcast on both soundcloud and itunes cruise control podcast my man always appreciate it thanks
0: randy appreciate the time as always i'll speak to you next week all right man take it easy all right adios all right